Welcome to another episode of The Grass is Greener. I'm your host, Paul Green, and my guest today is Jessica Lowndes. Jessica and I did a movie called I'm Glad It's Christmas, and we wanted just to share a little bit about what that movie is, and, and also I wanted you to discover a little bit more background of who Jessica is. And she's a writer, a singer, she's directing, she is uh, has producing, She's she's had her songs placed in over 21 soundtracks. You probably know her from Beverly Hills 90210, where she went on as a guest star and ended up doing 114 episodes. We get into that story, which is a lot of you will really dig that. And then just her journey to L.A. and how the music and the act, the music and acting sort of came together and brought her to this point. So uh, our, today's Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving. This movie, uh, 2022, is out tomorrow. No, the 26th. Uh, so two days from now, uh, and it's on the GAF, which is the Great American Family. You can get the app GAC, uh, which is Great American Community, but it's also on Hulu. I think it's the Hulu at the same time, from what, uh, and then you just got to check your local time for when it's on. But you can go to my website, paulgreen.com, uh, to discover all things under acting. You'll see uh, all the news about this movie. So um, please check out my sponsors in the description below. They help support this podcast, and there's their products that I like and, and love and use. So please have a peek a there. So happy Thanksgiving to you, and remember... On Thanksgiving that the things that you're grateful for grow and so it's just a nice reminder uh, to focus on what you have and what and the good stuff rather than what's missing because whatever you focus on that grows so just a friendly reminder from uh, me to you on Thanksgiving so happy Thanksgiving enjoy well, everybody, I am sitting here with Jessica Lowndes. Um, you know, on one of your trivia online, it says that do people pronounce your last name wrong a lot? All the time. Yeah. What do they say? Lowndes? Lowndes is a big one. Yeah. Loans. I don't know. The D confuses people, <laughs> but it rhymes with pounds. So Jessica Lowndes. Jessica and Lowndes. <laughs> rhymes with pounds, you know, and it's a whole area of London. There's Lowndes Square, Lowndes Lodge, Lowndes oh. Court. Yeah. Is that what you were named after is Lounge Square and Lounge Lodge? Yeah, maybe that's yeah, maybe that's where it comes from. I gotta dig deep. I should go on ancestry.com and yeah, I haven't really I've dove into my mom's side of the family recently, but I actually haven't gone into the I know, I know, I know. Okay. I, I kind of now I kind of just want to talk about that. But first, Kate, Jessica Lounge is an actress or an actor, however it is the politically correct way. She writes. Uh, she sings, <laughs> she dances, uh, she is directing and, and she's a ancestral researcher. I can't wait to tell you for, I really want you to share a little bit about this story on your mom's side, because that blew me away. But Jessica <laughs> and I just finished doing a movie in, in, uh, in Sudbury to be, to be fair. And, uh, oh, did you see, did you see, to be fair, did you see that Peter Patter made it in? I did see that. Yes. Yeah, I love all your letter Kenny little, little, <laughs> little yeah. Easter eggs throughout the movie. Anybody who knows Letter Kenny and knows uh uh in Sudbury, people are gonna like appreciate uh he actually wrote me back. So I went to set and met, you know, when we were there, Jessica and I were working 80 hour weeks, six day weeks, uh on, on a film That's called nice. I'm Glad It's Christmas with 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 Gladys Knight. And 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 we were in, in Sudbury, so 
uh, one of my favorite TV shows is filmed there. It's very crass and people are going to judge me that it's my favorite, but it's one of my favorite comedy, like the way they edit and the way that it's styled. And it's just, I think it's genius. And he wrote me, I went there, he just had a baby and I shared like my swaddling thing with him. And I shared uh Coulter wall with him. And I shared the set that I did at that bar in, in Sudbury. And he, you know, a month later wrote me back and he had watched my whole set at the, at the townhouse where right next to where we had That's cocktails at time. Yeah. And, um, and I'm going to write him now and just be like, just so you know, uh, Pitter Patter made it, it made, made it, it into, into the film. <laughs> yeah. You might want writing, writing credit. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know. That yeah. was funny. But the, the, uh, the candy cane where we had you, you took my candy cane that didn't make it. And, yeah, shoot. and neither did the whole Santa, like that There's a whole scene, yeah, where you were Santa and the, the most adorable kid on planet earth was sitting on your lap. He, his scene didn't make it, but he's incredible. Maybe there'll be, maybe there'll be an extended version somewhere, you know, he's his family. He's going to be so sad. I mean, his parents probably more than him. He's probably playing video games, but his, his, mom <laughs> No, but there's got to be there, like you know, there's different versions floating around. You know, you have the one that's cut down for TV. There's the one for streaming. So maybe it's in the streaming version. We don't know. That's right, because people don't know this, but it comes out on GAF, but it's also on Hulu. I think simultaneously. I'm not sure. It might be. Yeah, same day, Saturday. Same day. How cool! Okay. Weekend. I'm so excited. We have yeah, so much we're... to talk about. Like, where do we even want to begin? I know. Well, I don't even let's... know. We start from you like always... how we know each other. Yeah, I like first... I like that. Let's start there. So we where did where did we first meet? <laughs> we first met uh on a Hallmark Christmas sing-along and we sang Drummer Boy together. And that was in 2019, right before the world shut down, right before the pandemic. We didn't know <laughs> what was about to happen. Um, and we didn't spend a ton of time, but I remember meeting you and being obsessed with your voice and thinking you're just an amazing human. And then when this came around and I saw that you were involved, I was just beyond excited. And then from day one, we never stopped singing. We were singing well, on set, in between takes, in the that's scene. True. We were singing and laughing. I think we sang and laughed from the minute that we got like in the dressing room or in the makeup in the morning. Yeah. That, that show we did um, was was so you your voice was amazing and you felt it seemed like you felt at home i was so uncomfortable like, i didn't feel at home it was like, i was worst. acting like i felt at home oh my gosh, felt yeah. at home for the holidays yeah. i was acting like i was at home but i was well, not at home either it was very right, Lace, awkward the was, setup was bizarre okay i'm gonna share a link in this podcast actually because my one of one of my fans found that the the a way that they can watch it and i'm going to link it to this just because just look at how uncomfortable i am like um, <laughs> I, you look you look like you're at home at lacy's home and and i'm like i'm like help me jesus like where am i well i think what made it hard was i mean it turned out really cute but i think filming it you had everyone sitting behind you watching and then you don't know if you should look in the camera or look towards them but but it, it, it's where we met and it was, it was fun. And then cut to Sudbury, Ontario. And well, I have a text from that day. That's like, we should do a movie together. And I, my first, my last text to you. And then my, between it was three years or whatever that was, was, yeah. Hey, we, we should do a movie to, together. 
mm-hmm. then there we there we are in North Canada uh, doing a movie with Gladys Knight, which is just and with music. I think that was a huge thing too because I usually like if we did a film together, there wouldn't be such a huge musical component, but this was perfect for us, <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure the crew loved it too because during setups we were learning some different song on the guitar well, well you kept teaching me these songs that are like so t- here's how it goes so i know all the like kind of old school i guess i'm the old man in the room but i know all <laughs> i know all the like like 70s rock and i'm like let's harmonize you are my sunshine and then you're you're teaching me i mean i can't even remember some Tom of the Mendes. things <laughs> which is the one what's the Tom one called? True. was it Shawn oh, no. Yeah, Shawn Mendes. But yeah. then there was that other one that was like R&B and it was so tricky. What was that one? Oh, oh, what was that one? It was really cool, we, though. It was cool. Well, we had the Rihanna stay, but that was you. That was, you that that was, one. Fun. Um, that was fun. Oh, what's that other one? We never really we never put it out there because we never really <laughs> nailed it. Nothing was quite like the Kate Bush one. The running up the hill. Yeah, I have a hill. I have a problem where I'm just I'm, well, we're both very expressive, but I'm a hand talker. But I'm also like I'm use my head quite a bit. So when I'm singing and you're playing the guitar to keep the beat, I'm doing this, and then I watch the video back, and I'm like, I can't. <laughs> but but in the in the Kate Bush original uh, music video, she does do a pretty dramatic head bob, and I sent you that. I'm like, look at this. You weren't that yeah. far off. I wasn't far out. Maybe yeah. we, maybe it does resurface. Maybe we do put it out eventually. We, we have should. this like little hidden gem on our phone. There's there's right. there's yours. There's this. You're you're amazing in it. I was trying to find the harmonies, and it was like, oh, running up that hill, <laughs> looking for that building. I was I was stuck. I think in the TikTok version where the guy just just hit his. Anyway, we had fun. We had a blast. I think one of my highlights too was one of our last weekends in Sudbury. You had a show. And I joined for a couple of songs and yes. <laughs> for a glass of wine or two, you know, just got up there and ad-libbed and, and it was so fun and so impromptu, but that was, that was also a huge highlight for me. That fun. was a highlight for me too. And then you, I played you the Chris Stapleton version of you are my Sun some sunshine, you are my sunshine. <laughs> and we, I think we sang it for your sister, but then what afterwards I realized that I did, I just, we, I tried to sing with you rather than like, let you sing and me harmonize. Cause we were so excited to sing this song for your sister, but yeah. it's, uh, that live actually turned out really cool. You coming in and work. Trying and her to figure birthday, out my, so we did like a whole, yeah. yeah FaceTiming her in was just really cute. That was really special. And of course, Scott, our driver, we had such a good time, uh, meeting Scott who is it? I, we call him our driver, but he's like more like our bodyguard. And he's uh, our friend, he's, he's an ex cop and he's yeah. just, He's just lovely. We need to plan our little reunion with him. He's just. I, I he's think so too. Well, maybe there's a, another movie we get to do. And I loved Sudbury. Like I, I got to know some of the, like I really ex- explored. I think you know when you have a rental car, you, you. I don't know how we had no days off. I don't know how I played all those shows, and I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You were doing concerts. You were going to the care centers. <laughs> You're all over. And then I think it's also really cool because Sudbury has the most unique names for restaurants. And that's <laughs> one of the things that we bonded over right? when we got there. We were asking everyone for a list of places to go. And one was called Respect is Burning, which at first we thought, who names a restaurant Respect is Burning? This is yep. ridiculous. But it was the best restaurant in town. The best. Unbelievable. Best service. Best yeah. Italian. 
fast. They were open late. They had open late. Wine. That's wine. Just My favorite. Good experience. Yeah. So, and then now we know it is just respect. You know, we dropped the is burning, but yeah. if you ever go to Sudbury, respect is burning. That's where it's at. Yeah. 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 It's it's quite something to make movies in the north because I'm a northern person. Like I'm from northern Alberta, I'm and I I didn't expect it, but I felt so at home there. Like I just felt wow. like these are kind of my my people. Like I don't pre- present as working class, but I did grow up in that, right? Oh, like in, yeah. Until, until I was 16, <laughs> I worked my, my tail off and then, and then happened to shift careers where people like bring me bottled water and stuff yeah. like hey, Mr. Green, would you like a, it shifted. And I was like, I didn't know what to do with my hands at first when I first shifted into the, the business. But yeah. speaking of that, how did you actually get started, started, started? So before we continue, you are, I just really want to dive into this because you, you're not a triple threat. You're a penta threat. So you're, you, you produce, when I look at your IMDB, you've produced 21 projects. Is that including some of your music videos? Is that why? Yeah. There's some music stuff in there too. And, and I mean, that's a lot of production and also writ as a writer, you have two uh, of these rom-coms that you've uh, have written and pre- oh, so you have seven produced 20 soundtrack. That's where I got Yeah. So your, your music has been in 20 soundtracks. Mm-hmm. I try oh. and add music into everything that I do. Yeah. And I've been doing that since 90210. So I was hired as a singer and then any excuse I could get to try and put a song in a scene or even if my character was screwed up on drugs, which she was quite a bit of the time, I would be like, oh, could she just be like over there on drugs, but singing? And they would go for it, which was awesome. Um, and then when I started doing these Hallmark movies, like even if my character wasn't a singer, I'd be like, I think she should sing in this scene. I love and that. so that's been really, really fun. So I've always, I've done music for shows and movies and different characters, but I'd never done my own album before. Mm-hmm. And during the pandemic, when the world shut down, I, I just thought this was the perfect time to do it. I was feeling very inspired and I knew this time was what we made of it. And I just, I had all this extra time and I just reached out to different friends of mine that also had time that I had written with over the past and, and produced music with in LA. And what was so cool is we started just writing, not knowing it was going to be an album and turn into elemental and what it was. But at one point we had different producers and writers from LA and Copenhagen and London. And I was in Vancouver and it was such an international team effort all through Zoom. And that's the power of, of all of this is like, you can create from anywhere. And I recorded most of my album in my closet or in my producer's bedroom, <laughs> in his childhood bedroom. So yeah, it, um, it was, it was so cool. And so I was just feeling really, really inspired. We kept writing and recording and a lot of it has sounds that remind me of Vancouver. And I was very inspired by nature. So there's a lot of cinematic sounds and synths and tribal drums. And it just feels, it just reminds me of home and it's emotional. And when I was listening to all the songs, this story started to form in my head. And it was also mirroring what I was going through in my life. And I thought it would be really cool to do something to showcase myself as a director, but have it tie in with my music. So I wrote a 30 minute short film, but it's seven music videos and it's a cohesive story that that is tied to the elements. So each video is a different element. And within the element, I'm trying to escape a natural disaster, which is a metaphor. 
but um, I leave it up to the viewer to decide if it's actually happening or if it's in my subconscious that I'm in the wrong place. That's, I think that's maybe one thing people don't realize about you is how, how creative you are because your, your, your creativity goes in different layers. So you'd be sharing something with me about the song, but then the way you would describe to me, you know, the, the video behind it. And then, and then the story of like how the, the layers of your creativity and just the amount of enjoyment, it, it feels to me like you have an, an endless amount of energy when it comes to creativity. Like it, most of what you were telling to me would make most people die from exhaustion, especially the way that like you had to gorilla style make Elemental. And if you haven't seen Elemental, everyone go check out. How do they find it easiest on YouTube if they put uh, Jessica Lowndes Elemental? Or how's the best way for that? Yeah, Jessica Lowndes Elemental. It's on YouTube. There's the 30 minute version. And then there's also individual videos for each element. Mm -hmm. So there's fire, earth, water, air, like air, future, it, yeah. the spirit. It just goes on and on. And I, I just really liked, even with the music as we were writing and as I was healing and going through my own personal journey, it was a blending of genres because it started in one place and ended up somewhere completely different, which is the whole story. And I just wanted to create something that just meant so much to me. And I think that, like you said, like my remedy, if I'm tired or exhausted is to create. Yeah. And then I'm fine. Like I feel so much better and I get energy from it. So it doesn't exhaust me. It's, that is my therapy and my, it's so cathartic to me and I'm so proud of it. And it was such a guerrilla style project. It was self-funded. We shot all seven videos in six days, which was insane, but also just so rewarding. And it was some of my favorite people on the planet coming together to help me accomplish this. And then I got a directing deal out of it which was the goal. So it's perfect. And I got to have an art film for my, my new album. So it's a win-win all around. Yeah. And it, and it's beautiful. And it's, it's so the qual production quality is bonkers. Like it looks like it cost several hundred thousand. And I know you put it together for a very, for not that it didn't cost you a ton to put together, no, but all. you brought, you know, you brought people together who love to create. And when people love to create, they, they, it's, it can just have this synergy. And I think, um, Tell me this, did, did, did you have dreams of singing first or acting first? Like when you were little, little, take us to little girl, Jessica. <laughs> um, I think it was both, but I was always singing. So there's home footage of me as a three-year-old singing to strangers. Like and one's actually very awkward. Like I, there's this guy that is clearly trying to suntan in Palm Springs and I'm a three-year-old that goes up and I sit blocking the sun and then I just start singing to him and my dad's filming so he's trying to be polite because he's on camera but it's also just really awkward and weird um <laughs> but I had no fear and I would just go up to everyone and be like do you want to hear me sing and then I would just start singing and in that same video footage I am announcing to my parents that I'm going to move to LA and I'm going to be an actress and a singer and so I just knew literally from age three that's what I wanted to do. And I, I think when I first moved to LAX, I moved when I was 16. I homeschooled my senior year online. And then the day I got my license, I drove down, which was crazy. <laughs> Probably terrifying for my dad, who was my passenger, because I just <laughs> passed the test. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I insisted on driving, of course, the whole 22 hour drive. But uh, yeah, I think when I was 16, I thought, okay, I'm going to go to LA. I had done this little demo CD 
I went through an I hate men phase that lasted about two weeks with my first little breakup. And I recorded it with my best friend up in Vancouver. And I was like, okay, I have this music, but I'm going to LA. I'm going to just focus on acting, put the little CD in my laptop case, whatever. And one of my first flights back to Vancouver, I sat next to this guy on the plane and we were talking and he loved music. And out of nowhere, I just felt compelled to give him this CD of mine that was literally made on a CD burner with Sharpie. And I had no idea he was a producer of a TV show for CBS. And I get a phone call and he ended up buying one of my songs. It was a song called Goodbye, which when you actually hear my Throwback Thursday album, a lot of people don't know that I was 16. That is my 16-year-old EP, 16-year-old self. And that's how I paid my rent when I first moved to LA. So I was actually selling music, which was just so unexpected. And then cut to a year and a half later, I booked 90210 as a singer. That was initially the only thing I had to do in the audition. And it was just, you were just a guest star and then you ended up doing 113 episodes. Is that right? Yeah. You, I, I think it was 120. Yeah, it was huh? quite a few. Yeah. So what did you just, so explain how that happened. So you were brought in as, did you have any acting in like, obviously for the audition, was there some acting or was it just singing? There were a couple lines, but I was the afterthought because they'd already cast everybody they'd gone on their tour for months and then in the 11th hour our showrunner went and saw spring awakening in new york and he fell in love with the musical went backstage met the creator and was like hey i would love to put this in the show as the high school musical is that possible like i think the message is really strong and he got permission to do that so all of a sudden they needed a broadway singer that was for the high school play and so i came in I sang and what was so crazy was I had done a pilot with Ryan Murphy right before that, that didn't get picked up. It was for FX and I was pretty devastated by it because it was, Ryan, it was Ryan Murphy amazing. Is, Ryan it's Murphy's huge. made like 500 TV shows, right? I know. And some of my favorites. And so I just filmed this, this pilot called Pretty Handsome, which was about a family man who wanted a sex change. And so I think it was like, ahead of its time and a little out there and people weren't ready for that yet. And I, I played the son's girlfriend who hid my pregnancy and I give birth to the baby at the school dance. So it was pretty intense. And I actually filmed that scene on my 18th birthday, which was wild. Um, that's a little fun fact. <laughs> I, just, wow. I have to give birth to a baby. Um, anyways, <laughs> I guess it was my 19th, it was my 19th birthday. Okay. Um, but anyway, my boyfriend was Jonathan Groff, who was on Spring Awakening. And so six months wait, before my Jonathan, audition, Wait, is Jonathan Groff, hold on a second. The singer and actor, and he's amazing. He's is incredible. He, is he the one that, that from Hamilton that does, you'll be back soon? He's done everything, yeah. He's, yeah. Is, he, he's, is that um, who, is he a Broadway singer? I think he's a Broadway singer. He's incredible. Oh, yeah. he's also so Jonathan Groff made that character of the the in 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 hamilton of the have you seen hamilton of course yes so is that is that the jonathan groff you're talking about yeah i what i'm not sure i didn't know if he was involved in hamilton but he probably was because he does everything and he's so talented yeah and so six months before this 90210 audition even came up i had worked with him and he had taught me the songs and told me about spring awakening so i all of a sudden knew the song for the audition like the back of my hand and so when it came to be, I walked in, knew it, didn't even have to work on it. 
And to my face, they literally said, Hey, we're really sorry. We're looking for a blonde. And I was like, no, I can tie my hair. I can do anything, whatever. And that was that. And so I ended up leaving the same demo CD that I gave to the guy on the plane from being 16. I left it on the desk. I left the room. They ended up hiring somebody else and cut. And I was devastated because at that point I was about to move back to Vancouver. Didn't know how I was going to pay my rent. I had a couple projects that I booked and then work visa issues, wasn't able to film. So I was like, what am I doing? Like, I just need to go back. Like, I just don't think I can stay here. And a month and a half later, I got a call from the showrunner and he's like, I've been listening to your demo CD and I really just feel like you're a better fit for this role. Can you be down here in a couple of hours, chop off all your hair and be on set tomorrow? And that's what I did. Chop off all your hair? Chopped it all off. Yeah, my hair is here and I literally, my hair grows fast. It's fine. Yeah, but I was, fine. It, it was pretty, it was like, it was crazy. Like I literally, he's like, I want something that sets you apart. It's going to be a couple episodes. You're going to have like some singing stuff. And so he gave me a Pulp Fiction haircut, like Whoa. full on with Whoa. the bangs. Whoa. And then when I got to set day one, one of the writers had seen my Ryan Murphy pilot and was like, oh my gosh, you can do crying scenes. And ended up writing me in more of a drug addiction and these crazy emotional scenes on the show. And that just kept going throughout the episodes. And even at the end of episode seven, my character dies of a drug overdose, which I was just thrilled to be able to have seven weeks of work. And I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. And then I go to the hair and makeup chair. I I make everyone cookies. I'm like saying my goodbyes. And then they're like, hey, have you read the next script? And I hadn't. And they... Brought me back with an adrenaline shot to the chest. <laughs> All fiction style. And I got a series regular contract that day. And it just turned into this whirlwind. And it, we shot five seasons and six years of my life. And such a pivotal time. I started when I was 19. Ended when I was 25, like almost 25. So it was just, it was amazing. And it... Mm really was just such an incredible platform and they kept the music throughout all the seasons which was really fun so my character was a country singer and then she was a jazz singer and then she was stealing pop stars music and selling it off as her own and you know to buy her drugs <laughs> yeah, <to> buy, yeah. <laughs> well, there's always drama following her but yeah and then that's that's now shifted into these rom-coms and and to be able to write them has also been just a huge dream come true and one of the coolest experiences ever well, on well, you and I were. By the way, that's a phenomenal story. I'm Thank so you. glad. I'm so <laughs> I haven't even told you that story, but yeah, there you I go. Think, no, whole... you told you told me little pieces of it, but not all yeah. of that. Um, you get to write these rom coms, and what you and I were doing, and you know, much possibly to the chagrin of the actual writers, is you and I were rewriting. Like, and I think that that happens a lot. Like, even if it's a really well written script, yeah. When you're actually with your other uh, uh, actor, what does your cup say? <laughs> Eat cake for breakfast. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there you go. I just did the teeth. <laughs> Last day on earth. But... I'm, I'm a huge nerd and a lot of people don't know. Like, yeah, I do keep signs any chance I can get. And, um, you, and you snort occasionally. I do um, snort. But it's very few, there's very few people on the planet that can make me snort. Uh-huh. And it's not like, yeah, but I was snorting up a storm in Sudbury. You were, you were snorting. And you know, we one thing that was so fun about you know working with you on this film 
was that that you know we'd get up early and walk to the coffee shop and sort of like be talking about the scenes and about the day and about you know some days we i mean some days we would just be we'd 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 be talking about life and then get to the coffee shop and be like okay we we gotta remember we gotta we focus, focus on this, this. Couple, <laughs> it's so easy to talk to you i know we had to like rehearse we had to really rehearse and but you and i were rewriting like there's big chunks where we're like let's just and that's i think like and I think probably that's what some what? Yeah. what? It just makes it so special because it's us, you know, and it really yeah. became a part of us. And one of my favorite things that we did was I was like, okay, because we just, yeah, some of the things just needed a little finessing. I was like, what would your dream girl say in this moment? And then you would tell me. And then I'm like, well, then that's what I should say. And then I'm like, I was like, what would my dream man say to me in this moment? And then you would say it. And I think that's why it feels so authentic and real and awesome. And it was just so fun. And it was just such a collaborative thing. And yeah, it's such a special movie. I had an absolute blast. I can't wait to do another one. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And and another one. And another. And you get to direct soon. And you're you're always writing. That's something people probably don't know about you, is you're always writing, you're always creating, and it's 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 I was amazed by your, uh, by your, your, the energy, the amount of creativity and the amount of creational energy that you have. And you're able to kind of like funnel it and actually get it done and, and it not get overwhelmed by it. It seems like it brings you so much joy. Now, does that come from, you shared with me a little bit about your mom and dad and mm-hmm. do, like how much of who you are, do you think is from them? I think I am so similar to both of them, especially my dad. My dad is a very intense, passionate, driven human, extremely positive. And I think growing up around that positivity is what has made me so positive. And it's even when I'm ever having days where I'm doubting myself, I can call him and just get my head of positivity and, and feel like, invincible by the end of talking to him and he's he's incredible like anything he's ever said his mind to he's done from running across Canada he holds the record for that the teenage record um and that was also really funny like he was told when he was a teenager that he wouldn't be able to run again because he had a knee surgery and he's like well I'm gonna run across the country <laughs> he just he just you know, like no one made him do that. He just was like, oh no, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to run again. I'm going to run across Canada. And you told me that Terry Fox, like their team even reached out to him for a bit of like uh, a bit of ideas on how he did right. it, right? Yeah. So yeah. Terry called him before his runs. My dad did it before him um, to get advice. And, and my dad had run it in 81 days and he did West coast to East coast. I know Terry did the opposite, um, but yeah, so it's, he's, He's just incredible. And then from there, the guys that sponsored his run came to him and saw how motivated he was. And they're like, hey, we want you to sell one of the first cell phones in Canada. And so he did. And at that time, it came in a box and it cost thousands of dollars and it didn't work for the first 10 months. And he had to try and convince people that this was the technology of tomorrow. So to have somebody like that, that has been so supportive of my dreams no matter how outrageous they are because he knew how outrageous his dreams were was Mm -hmm. so instrumental to even me being able to accomplish what I've accomplished so even when I was 16 and wanted to homeschool and then move to LA I thought there'd be a little bit more of a pushback from them but I announced to them that that's what I wanted to do and 
He's like, okay, I'll go email your principal. And it was so, so easy. And, but he's just, yeah, they're amazing. And, and my mom also is just like very different personality types, like more shy and logical, but it's, she's a pianist and a piano teacher. And I get a lot of my musicality from her and, and my love for music. Cause we had a studio in the basement. And so I would do homework to piano music every single night. And that, yeah. That would explain your pitch. That would explain why you, <laughs> that, that explains why you have such great pitch and musicality. And yeah, that's a, that. And now let's just, because I don't want to run out of time and not get to the story about your grandmother and that whole, could you just dip into it before we just, before we, before we end, I, I really want to hear this new product. Can you share much about it? I can share a little. I can tease it. I can yeah, tease it. This tease, is actually tease because this is crazy. This is crazy. So tease, I tease it. Yeah, I this is I mean, you saw how inspired I am. So I'm always looking for different inspirations for writing projects. And I feel like there's been so much that I've been doing behind the scenes for the last four and a half years. And no one has known the the amount of work that's gone into it. And it's finally going out into the world. So like when I made Harmony from the Heart, that was a movie that literally took four and a half years to get made. And then it just, I birthed it into the world as a little baby. And so I have all these projects slowly happening. I just signed a deal with my writing that I have like more projects in that rom-com space coming out. But I'm trying to think of what's the next four and a half years and what's that next thing I want to work on. And it was pretty wild. I looked up my mom's family on Ancestry.com and my mom's adopted. And there's a lot of questions that we don't have answers to. And I found out that my great-grandmother was one of the biggest unsolved murder cases in Vancouver. And so I am diving in and it has been so wild and crazy and the story just it gives me goosebumps even talking about it right now it's just like whoa um but it's been so fun because I'm able to find out all of this family history and where I come from but then I also am so inspired by it because I want to really do it justice and write about it in a way that I know she would want me to write it and it's it's fun. It's I feel like a, a little Nancy Drew. Like I'm going to the places that she used to go to in the 30s, and there's just there's all of this information, and I'm going to libraries and looking up a bunch of information, and then police departments, and so I'm I'm very excited about this one, and I don't want to give too much away, but it's a it is a wild story, and I think people are gonna be like, whoa, this is crazy. Mm. And you want to, do you want to produce, you want to write? And obviously, is it a series or is it a movie? Do you not know? It is series. a miniseries. A miniseries. And okay. I want to play her. Yeah. You want to play yeah. grandma? You want to play grandma? Great grandma. Yeah. Great. Oh yeah. Great grandma. <laughs> great right. Grandma. Right. Cause your, your mom, your mom's mom was adopted. She was, I, yeah. Well, something crazy after her mom died, she was thrown into an orphanage and then adopted by her own sister. So yeah, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot wow, there. That, that's dramatic. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it is dramatic, but I'll leave all the other insane okay. details out for now. Okay. Just, just a little teaser, but I'm very, yeah. very excited and inspired. And then speaking of inspired, I'm also very inspired by our project coming out Saturday. Cause yeah. working with Gladys was insane. It was amazing. It was, it was so true. 
it was so special too. Like just, you know, she hadn't been in that environment very much. And, and, you know, the way we worked with her was unique. And I just remember, you know, because we worked so many hours, uh, I was a lot of hours and we didn't have weekends. We worked through the weekends and then we had one day off, which felt more like a half day off. It was the most, (laughs) by the end of it, I was like, I'm so tired, but I'm also so happy. And the entire thing was medicine for the soul. Cause literally every single person there was made of light and love and everyone, like the whole crew. And it's very rare that you have an experience where like everybody, I was touched by everybody. And it Mm. was such a, such an amazing, amazing gift. And that's why I want to celebrate it and promote it as much as possible. And, and again, like even, even watching this singing scene, the finale song, with us singing with Gladys, like it just makes me emotional. Cause I'm like, this is crazy. Like I tell you the story of this 16 year old up in Vancouver before driving down. And it's like, I never thought in a million years I'd be standing on a stage singing with someone that I used to look up to and admire. And it's, yeah, seeing it all back, you're just like, this is so cool and incredible. And I hope it affects people and brings them lots of joy and they enjoy it because I had the best time filming it. It's one of my favorites to date. Yeah. And I've never done a movie with this much singing in it. You've obviously done movies with lots of singing, but like the process where you sort of pre-record and we were lucky we got to sing in real, you know, we got to sing some of our stuff live and and not pre-recorded, but we had before, you know, we both were in Toronto. um, Was that Montreal? No, Toronto in a studio and sort of filming as a backup in case we couldn't get some of it live. But then then matching some of it and and working through some of that stuff. Some one of my favorite scenes is us with the guitar. I think sitting on the couch, kind of like j- figuring out harmonies. Um, but that's just because we were doing that back. St- we were doing that off camera the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was just that was just us being us. Yeah. And then I also think what was so crazy is that finale scene. We were under the wire to get all of those shots filmed so we ended up pushing three scenes together do you remember this <laughs> um where we did them all together where it was like oh yeah after the show and then it was her coming up and then it was the ending and we literally i don't even know how long that take was like 18 minutes <laughs> longest take and it felt that to me felt like we were doing a play and we were actually on a stage in a theater. But the fact that we didn't do the scene separately, we just ran it as one whole whole shot until the end of the film. That was that was crazy. And and you know, because we rewrit we had rewritten so much of the little little as we're getting to that point, there was a couple of times you had to stop and be like, wait, what did we write here? Wait, what did we write? And then we, our script supervisor, usually you, when you forget a line, you can call out and ask for their help. But he's like, I don't know. This is whatever you guys came up with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm so, I'm so proud of it. And I just think, yeah, I just can't wait to do more with you. It's going to be so fun. Maybe I can direct you. Like how cool would that be? That would be, that would be really cool. It'd be really, it would be really awesome too, though, if you were in them, like it's fun, it's fun to, it's fun to act with you. When you're directing, you'll have so much responsibility. You probably won't be able to sing and laugh till you fall over. (laughs) Can I not do, maybe I can do both. I think I can multi. Maybe that's a, that's, that's quite, that's quite a thing. Harmonizing with you, telling them what setup I like at the same time. I think that's, yeah, I think we can manage that. I I think it can, I think it could be done. Do you, do you know what your next projects are that are coming? 
I have a few in the pipeline. Um, uh, can you talk? Can you talk about it? So one is a directing job, and uh-huh. then another is a rom com that I think is, as of now, is shooting over in either Malta or Italy, and I'm very, very, very excited for that. And they're both projects that I wrote. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'm so doing that, and then I'm working on my second album. My second album is basically done. It's all done. Did I hear? Did I hear? No, I haven't played it for you yet. We have to do. We have to do another one of these where we just talk and get caught up, and then I'll play you all the sneak peeks and a little bit. Yeah, we could like because we can share screen and we can share audio and you can play me like a little clip. So when and Christmas Con's coming up and they're they've given me like an hour. So they and then you're we got to work on it because I want you to come on for a few songs and we'll do we'll try. Our song from this movie is tricky on the guitar, but we'll see if we can figure it out. Like we'll figure out a version of it. Definitely, Mary, did you know, I really want to hear you sing uh, You Are My Sunshine. Like, And this time I'll like wait for my harmony part. <laughs> yeah, and then that. That'll be really, really fun. Um, and so people, if, if, if folks watching this, if you don't have your tickets yet to Christmas Con in Jersey, uh, Jess and I, I'm doing a concert on Friday now. It used to be Saturday. You're there Friday, right? I hope so. Because they moved the... <laughs> they yeah, moved they, the, they moved it. I don't even know. Concert was supposed to be Saturday, but then they, they moved it to Friday. Okay, good to know. Yeah, I get there. Yeah, I'm going to be there beforehand. Cool. Um, and this is actually my first convention ever. Ever. They're exhausting. Ever. They're exhausting, but the end... <laughs> You should be excited because yeah. it's these people that love your career and followed you. And you'll meet people that have followed you all the way from the very beginning who be like, and they'll tell you. And as exhausting as it is, it's really special to know that your work is touching people at this level. And you feel really proud as an artist at these things at the end and, and whooped, like spanked, like spanked because of... Just the 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 the, the energy, yeah, and the adrenaline. And there's going to be, I think, five thousand people, or a lot, maybe more. There's, it's, it's wow. very, it's very. I think it was actually eight. It's a lot of people. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. That's short. Excited. That's coming up shortly. We need to practice. <laughs> I mean, or we don't, but no, we do. We, I mean, we would, we would just. We should. We should practice. I got to get our Christmas song kind of locked in. I'm going to actually message our writer of the song and see if he can help me come up with simpler chords because they're it's a it's a freakish walk down. Um, and I think it's written too high naturally if, as your character is like, remember, it's not written for your key. Yeah, no, it's like, well, then other parts are really low. So yeah, we yes. can, we will, we will, we'll be able to change it and fix it. We need it. to do a Zoom like this though. Where we kind of and I'll set up my mic, yeah. which and then maybe I'll have something behind me. I'm in my new place, by the way, that I bought over FaceTime, <laughs> and I'm still in the process of decorating. So I'm like, it looks like I'm just like in this bare looks, like, looks like a studio, actually. It looks good. It, it does. Looks bad. It. Okay, it cool. Looks really... I'm going to have brick walls, and then are I'm you here. stoked? Are you so stoked about yeah. your new place? I just, yeah. So it was pretty wild while we were filming. Day our very first day of filming together. I bought a home over FaceTime on our first. <laughs> Never thought I would ever do that, but my little Un- dream sight, site, sight oh, unseen, sight, sight unseen. unseen, and I am the happiest. I've just literally since our movie, I've just been, yeah, decorating, getting everything all organized and together, and and renewing. So yeah, I'm very, very, very happy and excited. Right. And now this this will be like this is going to be the office. Um, and then this will be where I create that story about my great grandmother and so many others to come. Mm, 
I love yeah. that. I just, I, I love how so you're so much more than a pretty face. And I think like you, people can look at someone who's done work like, like you from 90210 or like singing or, or did you model before? Or did you go right into act, uh, acting? Right into acting. You didn't model. I, no. But, but I was always, can, like back in the day, like I was, I'm five, three and a half. So it wasn't really like a thing to do. Like, I guess I could have done print modeling. Perhaps. Yeah. First um so yeah. I've obviously done modeling though with with press and for acting jobs yeah. and and now I've done it for a bunch of yeah, stuff but yeah. people can judge and not uh, by a, like sometimes when people see someone who's beautiful and they'll be like oh their life just easy for them but it's so I love I love learning about people that like the the amount of depth and like we didn't even touch on the spiritual side you and I had so many synchronicities with whether it's Leonard Cohen or some of the, it's just some of the conversations that you and I had about Tony Robbins priming every morning, our daily Tony Robbins priming and, and, and that you do that and the breath work stuff and just like, and the taking responsibility and not being a victim. That's one thing people don't realize is how spiritually deep you are. You, and you're like, you're almost like a, not a, what's not, not a medium, but like a, where you know that woman worked with you while we were there even the we i found this amazing thai massage this massage woman and your your ability to tap into the, the other realms and dimensions like you actually have a gift like you have a spiritual gift of i don't know if they call it discernment or divination or something but there's there's this whole part of you that people don't really know which is you're connected to not just as an empath like you feel and you like it matters to you how people perceive like you but also like how their their experience because like, you know it's uh, being a director and a producer and a writer there's a lot of people that you're working with and i think one of your one of the coolest things was w working with you was some of our conversations about i feel that the things that really matter which is the things that are going to last forever like all this is meaningless and it's yeah. cool that it's so cool we're telling stories and these stories inspire people and hopefully get them connected in some way to themselves or to god or to each other but then there's this other part of you that's really special and that's really deep is your spiritual side and i i got to experience that and i think that people feel that through your writing and you're producing and maybe through through your directing but also i think this project with your about your great grandmother there might be some of that specialness get to come through of that because it's so mystical and so cool. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you yeah. so much. I know we we should just do another podcast dedicated strictly to spirituality. We have so much to unpack and talk about. That would just be, that'd be cool. Like some of our conversations that we had while we were there. Yeah. If we could do another one of these, that would be Yeah. Really and awesome. understanding Jesus too, because I think you're, you have a relationship to God and to Jesus and, and I do. And, and it's, I find it really fascinating to speak with people who, because, because we assume that if somebody calls himself a Christian or someone calls himself a Buddhist or whatever, that they believe the same thing, but there's mm -hmm. like your experience of who Jesus is and mine is so different. And I love to actually love talking about the, the similarities, but also the differences in that and doing it in a way that's compassionate because there's people are so divided by religion that I like actually celebrating the differences in, in your experience of who God is and my experience of who God is. hundred percent. Right. That's why we're so aligned. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, so this movie comes out on the 26th. I think it's seven o'clock central. Is that right? 
you know? I believe it's 8 p.m. Eastern. So, yeah, I guess. Well, that would be 5 uh, Pacific. That's what I mean. I'm like, what is that no. central? I'm Pacific, so. It might be 7. Sorry, it might be 7 central. They did something where. Oh, 8, 7 central kind of thing? I think. Oh, this is something we should probably know. I'll I'll put it in the show notes. It's okay. okay. I'll put it in the show notes and in the the outro when I'm like, you know, when I share about what we talked about a bit. But um, where can people find you and follow you if people want to stay super connected to what you're doing uh, as well? I'm on Instagram, which is just my name, Jessica Lowndes, with the D, not Lowndes, Lowndes, but with a D. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I have Twitter, which is also my name, Facebook, which is my name with my middle initial. And then YouTube, it's just Lowndes Official. And that's where all of my music stuff is and all of the Elemental yeah. short films. So, yeah. yeah. I really want people to watch Elemental uh, and I really want people to watch our film um, on the 26th. And so if you, uh, if you, you can go to my website too, paulgreen.com and there's a schedule of when it's airing and where you can find it, how you can get GAF in the app, GAC, if you want to be able to watch it on the app, you can watch it through friendly. There's a lot of ways to watch it. And um, my website has a lot of, as well. Say that what, what? It will be on Hulu as well. That's right. So when you get Hulu, it'll be there on Saturday. That's so exciting. Well, hey, you, thank you for coming um, on Thanks. the grass. This on is the so grass long, Even though this was an hour, it wasn't long enough. Like, this is so great. This I know. So there's awesome. so much I wanted. There's so many questions I had about, to ask I know. for you. Um, but, but this was awesome. Thank you so much. And yeah, I can't wait to do this again. And we, we really do need to practice our songs for Christmas Con. <laughs> That'll be our next, our next thing. And then I'll get, that's the same mic I have, right? Is that the this same one? mic? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the 7B? So, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. So I got to get... SM, SM7B, yeah. I'm going to get the same setup. and Because literally right before this, I set up the new the webcam in here. The, I got a new monitor. So I'm ready. I'm ready to You're go. Ready. You're ready. Yeah. These are, yeah. I have a bunch of these today. Once we hang up, I think I have six more. I've done five this morning just to promote. I'm mm -hmm. glad it's Christmas. And I have a couple other projects that I'm talking about. But I really... I'm glad I could sandwich you in. I was worried... I was concerned because the movie comes out in three stinking days and and I'm going to put this up right away as a podcast and a video at the same time. Um, and I'm excited for people to see, to, to, to enjoy this. Um, and I really do want to have you on so we can maybe dive deeper into some of the music creation. And I think what would be a fun episode to do with you on The Grass is Greener, which is the podcast, is share screens and you share little bits of Elemental, but also share this new album, like a little teasers and... Um, we'll we'll make that happen. Okay, perfect. Awesome. All right. Well, it's so nice seeing your face, and yeah, have the best day doing interviews and yeah, and yeah. Let's uh, let's get some music. Christmas Carol practicing. In. Oh yeah, we gotta practice. All right. We have to practice. Don't, don't go anywhere. I'm gonna hang. I'm gonna end the recording. I'm gonna say goodbye to you. Thank okay. you everybody for stopping by. Make sure you check out Jessica and all of her amazing work and so many cool projects coming from her that you're not gonna even believe. All right. Bye. So thank you so much for stopping in and uh, listening to the episode and watching it here. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Please subscribe here on YouTube, but also over on Apple iTunes and leave a review and rate and all that stuff. It makes a big difference. Also, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for watching our movie, which is out on the 26th on GAF. And also, if you could, um, you can also go to paulgreen.com for all the things and have a peek at my sponsors in the show notes. Notes, all right, you have a great Thanksgiving and I'm thankful for you. Bye.